What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors Podcast. And today we brought a special guest back again because you guys love him. And honestly, I love you too, Danny. Um, welcome back, Danny, on the show, man. Uh, Logical Soccer Investing on Instagram. You know, you do a lot of great things on Instagram, man. You've been posting some really good stuff. I love how you talked about the best modern card is the matchup card for uh, Messi and Ronaldo, which I'm like, well, you got to pump it, you know, <laughs> but it's already been pumped. Uh, but welcome back, Danny. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for having me back again. I'm excited to excited to chat with with the world famous Sunday League investors. So you guys are you guys are awesome. And I'm happy. Oh my God. <laughs> man, I'm just saying I'm trying to think of someone who puts out the same quality of soccer content. I'm not even like I'm not even trying to puff you up. I'm just thinking like like logically, huh, logical soccer investing comes uh... up with who comes up with uh, the the uh, the frequency and quality of soccer content with just breaking it down. It's hard to find it. So you guys are doing a great job. Well, we're having a lot of fun doing it. So that, that's what matters. But um, but Danny, what you been up to, man? You know, I know you went to a card show. I know we talked a little bit about it, but I don't want to know all about it. Uh, yeah. I want to hear it firsthand, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I went to, so, so out in Springfield, Missouri, um, there's not like, a ton of card shows around here. And I would say for soccer cards, they really, there really aren't a lot right. of, uh, there really aren't a lot of good stuff to go to, but you just never know. So, um, so I went to, I went to this uh, card show at my local mall, actually, it was in the middle of the mall. What's a mall? And they had, a, uh, they had about like, I don't know, like 20 vendors or something like that. Not, not mm -hmm. too many. And every vendor I go up to, I say, Hey, you got soccer. I always say, do you have soccer or weird stuff? Okay. Uh, gotcha. So when I say weird stuff, that's all encompassing. Cause that's some stuff I'm looking at a lot, like track and field, swimming, whatever it is, even like non-sports cards. Actually, what I'm kind of into these days, a lot is like vintage, um, vintage non-sports cards. I think it's fascinating. Right, right. There's, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there. So I would go to like vendor to vendor, ask my normal questions. And, uh, so there was this one vent and everyone's like, no, no, we don't have it. And right. That's the usual. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I love this happens to me all the time. Whenever I ask soccer and they say they don't have it, they'll literally, I don't ask for weird things. They're just, they literally will recommend me a weird thing. I'm just like, how does that correlate at all? <laughs> but I guess, but I guess they met you, Danny. So that, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was going around and and I, I was like walking, seeing all this, like, you know, basketball, football, baseball, you know, and, that, and that's fine. I think there's potential there, just stuff I'm not right. interested in. And I'm walking. And then all of a sudden there was this like kaboom that got the twinkle in my eye and, and I saw Ooh. it and it was so beautiful. And, I'm, and I look at it and I was like, who's that? That's, that's Kylian Mbappe. There's a Kylian Mbappe graded kaboom at, at my local mall. And I, and I went over and I was like, whoa this is, this is like, this really got my attention, man. So what do you, what's your deal with this card? He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to, trying to move it. And, and uh, just seeing, seeing, you never know. And I just put it out there. I'm like, okay, all right. And I'm getting nervous. Cause I don't want to like, like let on too much excitement because I'm afraid right, right. that <laughs> he's going to, I'm like, oh my, yeah, I really you want that leverage, card. Right? Like $5 million. So, so I'm like looking at the card. I'm like, oh, okay. So what do you, what do you, what do you see that? What do you have a price that? And he's like, well, I think it's like, uh, you know, I think it's like 1900 or so. And I knew, and even at the time, and I was like, well, that's, that's really underpriced. Cause I knew at the time, you know, the base, I mean, the, not the base, the raw just sold for like $1,900. And he's yeah, like, oh, for $1,900. I'm like, okay, all right. 
So I'm interested in this. If we can make a deal, that'd be great. And, and uh, I said, do you, do you like, do you trade in cards or something? He's like, yeah, I'm interested in trade. And I have a lot of like rare stuff, but I, I like rare stuff because it's hard to price. Um, right. So you don't, but the problem is like a lot of these guys that go to the card shows, I don't know why they don't want to deal with eBay. They don't want to. That's so like, true. They're, they're the thing that they don't want to do. So a lot of them, what they'll do if they're not, if they don't have a handle on what's happening on eBay or the market, they'll look at the latest comps and they'll be like, oh yeah, the price is the latest comps, but they don't know the bigger picture. They don't know what's happening overall in the market. But if the, but if the comps are so limited, you can only do what you see, you know? So, um, and sometimes that works out too, because a lot of the soccer stuff that's rare, if they're just looking at like the, the latest comps, you know, if you're and looking right at now, latest, yeah. Yeah. If you're looking at the latest comps for like a, you know, a PSA 10 number 35 Campion, not Campion, but Campion messy card, the latest comp is going to be nothing. So that can work out like really well for you because there's there, you never see it on the market, you know? That's true. Um, so I said, so we were, he was looking at my stuff and the hard thing, like I said, it's just hard to price out some of the stuff that I had because course, it's so yeah. rare. So then eventually he just looked like he was like, all right, he looked like he was done. He's like, all right, so what'd you do? So I'll do 1600 cash right now so if we just don't even have to do a trade i'm like okay i took a second i was like eh. oh my all god right, i'll do it it's oh my god so i just you know i have the cash on hand and that's an important part too if you're in the card show always have the cash on hand because once you start busting out cash people are so willing to make a deal uh and there's ways to do that too but anyway sticking to the store so i gave him the 1600 cash and i and i and i went out of there like i stole the thing you know and then and then we went down a little further and i saw this um I saw this Pulisic card. It was a, it was a number 10 of 25. It was his uh, Panini. I think it was the black, black Friday card. So it was a considered okay, dope, a rookie dope. card, 2017. So 2016, 17 year um, crack dice. It was a really, really cool oh, that's, card. That's a nice and my, card. Yeah, I know. And, but the guy was selling it for nothing. I mean, it should have been way higher, but my son, I encouraged my son to get it. He's seven. So, you know, he had, he had his own money that he brought there. Oh, okay. He, and he picked it up and flipped it for three times profit on the card. So he was, I mean, for a seven-year-old kid, he was freaking out about that. Of course, of course. Um, but I think there's a lot of opportunity. So another card show that I went to, uh, that I went to recently, uh, was a card show in Bentonville. And that was last week. I did the same thing. You know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for soccer. Or I'm looking for the weird stuff. So that's what I go up to each person and ask. And, and it's just fascinating the prices people put on stuff. So there's a lot of stuff to look out for, like, if someone hasn't updated their prices. So a lot of these stuff, like a lot of the places you go in the Midwest, people are just not looking for soccer cards and the vendors want nothing to do with soccer cards, essentially, except for selling, getting rid of it. Exactly. Um, because there's not a lot of people going up and asking for soccer cards. So they'll, so they just kind of want to get rid of the stuff. And also they're not staying on top of the prices. So I went to one guy's uh, little area and he had a lot of these cards that I just knew because I know the prices so well. And I study it every day. I knew the prices he had were underpriced. He had a, he had an immaculate Phil Foden number to, I think it was number to 99 that he, he just had up there for a hundred dollars. And I knew the, the, and I knew the latest comps of the cards. I'm like, this is a $250 card. So, so I, um, so I kind of like, I kind of positioned myself to make a deal with them. There were some other cards that I was kind of interested in, but that was more like appropriate for the pricing of it. So I was like, all right, I'll take those two and, and I didn't want him to look up. My goal was for him not to look up the latest comps of the film. Of course, yeah, you don't want to. Exactly. The last thing you want to hear is like, oh, let me look at the last comp, right? Yeah, yeah. Then he's like, well, okay, never mind. So I tried to distract him saying, I'm interested in that card. I'm interested in that card. And 
And uh, so what are the prices on that? And he said, well, let me look it up. And he looks up, like, okay. I, and I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'll, I guess I'll take this card. And if you put it all together, I'll pay this much for it. So would you do it? And he's like, all right, sure. And he agreed to right. it right away. Um, so I was able to get the Phil Foden for a little bit, a uh, little bit even less than the price there was. And actually it's funny because I just sold it that evening for about three times the value that I paid for it. Awesome, which is, man. Which is, but, but that's how it goes. You can get some ridiculous deals. And also one of my strategies that I use is I like lump stuff together. Like if you, if you come at someone and say, Hey, would you, would you give me this card for, you know, let's say 10% less than what it is, you know, they'll consider it. But if you get, give them a bunch of money and say, all right, I'll take this card, this card, this card, and this card, and I'll give you this much money. They're a lot more apt to do it. So like one of the things I did uh, there was this guy, he was an elderly gentleman. He looked like he was about 80. So he's up there and he sells only vintage, sells only vintage stuff. And he had a box completely filled with vintage, non, uh, non-sports cards. I looked at the box and I was like looking through the prices and the prices were pretty fair based on the comps. Um, so I said, Hey, how much, how much would you sell for this entire box? It was about 500 cards. And he was like, well, I, I would have to, I would have to process it out and see, see what, what each card is worth. And I'm like, could you give me a deal or something? He's like, well, yeah, I can think I can give you like 20% off or something. I'm like, all right, cool. So, um, so I looked at the cards. I'm like, well, maybe I don't want everything. I'll just, so I brought him a chunk of cards. He's like, well, I, I guess I'll do this for, you know, I, I mean, I don't know, it's gonna be a lot. It's like $200. I was like, <laughs> like, okay. So he's thinking $200 is a lot. So maybe there's a play here. And I, yep. and I knew the boxes, I would price it out about like $10,000 or so. It was a lot of stuff in there and a lot of weird stuff, but stuff that sells. I said, all right, well, so how much would you do for the whole box? And he's looking at me like, oh, like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, do you have cash on you? I'm like, I do. He's like, well, I don't, I don't know. You, you're like, I mean, you're looking to spend like $1,000 or something. Now I'm like, okay. So how about... So he put, he put out a number. So I knew it was my turn to say something now. Of course, yeah. Like, you always want to say the number first. You, you yes, do not, you do yes. not say the number exactly. first. I, I'll give you guys a quick negotiation, negotiation tip. Wait for the guy or girl to give the number first. Yeah. Because if you go too low, you'll offend them. And then they're turned yeah. off to it in the first place. So he said, he said that like in passing, just like, like you have thousand dollars on you. And I was like, well, would you do, you do, would you do it for $800? And he paused and he went, well, Hmm. That's a very generous offer there. That's a very generous <laughs> offer. And in one regard, I felt, you know, I'm like, well, that's, this is $10,000 worth of cards. And I'm, I'm giving, you know, he threw out a number of a thousand and I'm saying 800 now. And he's like, well, how about, how about 900? I was like, oh, and I took a second just for posterity purposes. I just took a second, looked like I was thinking. I was like, hmm. of course. Yeah. 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 All right, I'll do it. Sounds good. And he's like, oh, this is a real good deal for you. And he wasn't kidding. It was a really good deal for me. <laughs> so I picked up, I mean, it's, it's $10,000 worth of cards for, for $1,000, but that's the power of just having cash on hand and kind of knowing what the prices are and also knowing what you want and what your strategy is. So it worked out really well for what I was doing. So I picked up a bunch of stuff like that. And so I, I, find, that, I find that these card shows, because of, of people's reluctance to use anything involving the internet, which is, which is crazy to me. Like, why would you not do that? There's so much opportunity there. That's just, that's just like shooting yourself in the foot. The reluctance to do so makes them more apt to sell cards that are not traditional, that are not basketball, football, and baseball yep. at yep. a severe discount if you understand the price points of the cards and if you understand what you were looking for. So I think, I think actually that's a tremendous opportunity. I was talking to my wife about it. I was like, man, I wish I had time 
uh, to just go to like car shows every show weekend week in the Midwest. <laughs> and actually, I, you know what? I honestly prefer it in areas that they don't have a lot of soccer because there's so little demand for it. I can just like snoop in there. You get, you get the stuff at severe price, severely discounted prices, put it on eBay. You're making tons of profit within a day. Like I think from that card show within the next two days, I made about a thousand dollars of profit just from like not, not even selling all the stuff, just in profit, literally the going next to day. that card show, buying some stuff here and there being kind of stealth about things, taking it, putting it online. And it just sells. So I think, I think it's a, I think it's a good move to do, honestly. Yeah. It actually doesn't even sound like you went to a card show. It sounds like you went to a garage sale. Yeah, I know. I know. Literally, no, been, when people, to, when people don't know how to price their stuff, that's at a garage sale. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now you went to a card show recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went to Miami. We made a big deal about it. Um, and honestly, we'll be real with y'all. We wasted our time. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, we had a lot of fun, but like when, when I'm going to a car show, I'm very, very like, um, uh, task or not task, uh, results oriented. Right. Like I'm like, Hey, you know, this is not playtime. Like we gotta, we gotta roll, right. We gotta make money. Um, and you know, we should have known, first of all, it says courtside card show like that. That's yeah. obvious for basketball and we have basketball. We want to go basketball. Well, what, and one thing I always tell people is like, now what I've noticed, I was talking to Luigi and Bob is like, we took Tampa for such for, for granted the Tampa card mm -hmm. show. Sure. We were like, Oh, you know, it's Miami, you know, there's Lambos, right? Like you go down the street, you can see Lambos and everything. You would assume there's huge, huge heat. And there was, but the problem is they had literally no, no soccer. Like literally, I mean, that's always been a problem, but I've always been able to figure things out, right? Um, I mean, this is a funny story. This is this is what you should not be doing. Yeah. I see a Pulisich Select 2016 feel, uh, feel level, PSA 9. You know, last comps were like 125 or something like that. The guy won 175. Um, that's another thing. Like you, the, sometimes you reach, you go to sellers where they just price above comps for some reason. Like I just don't yeah. even understand. And um, I remember telling Bob, like, man, like I'm not going to let, I'm not going to buy this thing for 125. I mean, for 175. Mm -hmm. 125 yeah. is the max. And I remember trying to negotiate with him. And I remember I was like, man, like if I don't leave anything with, if I don't leave it here with anything, I'm gonna be really, really mad, you know? <laughs> so I, he was like, I was like 125. He's like, no, 150, uh, 165, right? And I'm like, 150? <laughs> and he's like, 155. And I'm just like, I gotta make a deal somewhere. So I, <laughs> guys, don't do what I did. Do not make a deal just to make a deal because that's literally what I did. But, um, you know, it was a good learning experience. I think I'm going to Texas uh, two weeks from now. And that's where like, you know, people know their stuff and everything. I think what's really interesting about Midwest is like, you want to find people that don't deal with eBay. We've, we found so many steals from literally just one guy, literally just one guy. Cause he just does not want to deal with eBay or PayPal. Oh, poor guy. He's <laughs> um, I mean, no, <laughs> no, no, Ken is amazing though. He knows, he knows yeah. he's giving okay. us deals. I tell him straight up actually. I'm, like one thing about me is I love just telling them like, Hey man, listen, this is where it is. You know, are you, are you so cool with it? Um, and they usually are cool with it. They just don't want, they want to get rid of it. Like you said, like literally it's like a garage sale. Uh, but, but I, it, having cash is such a huge, huge thing though. Like, I think that's super underrated. Um, especially with dealing with people who don't deal with eBay, you already know they're not going to be dealing with PayPal. <laughs> so 
no way but yeah i mean it was fun we got to meet uh aaron from slap Socks. he actually recognized us so i was like thank god at least someone does <laughs> <laughs> but um but it was a lot of fun man um i i'm glad you're killing it in, in the midwest though danny like that yeah, that is I mean, huge it's, it just works out you know there's not a lot of there's not a lot of demand so the the little demand that you have you want to get rid of the cards to that person so i'm happy to be that guy and honestly i think it's a play like and i think there's obviously this benefit of going to like a big show and and the the diversity of you know assets you're going to see there the types of cards like it's going to be unbelievable but honestly there's something to say about just going to a place that's under the radar where no one really is going to that's how you've always been right deals yeah that's that's just how it goes you know so i've been i might have to fly out there unfortunate yeah what's up i might have to fly out there yeah man dude let's do it arkansas <laughs> here we come man let's do it together I'm yeah good. yeah like uh, i never thought i would be like hey let's go to missouri baby <laughs> yeah, that's what's have you been to missouri or no nah? no no but i've heard it's actually pretty beautiful yeah yeah i mean certain parts, certain parts are lovely certain parts are lovely. like natural not nature right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a know. different ball game it's it's rural it's a lot of rural stuff i'm pretty ignorant about, about the like, midwest What'd you say? I'm pretty ignorant about the Midwest. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, it's just like cows. If you like cows, man, we got plenty of cows. Dude. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'll go there to see the cows and get some soccer cards. But um, yeah, yeah. but hey, let's let's talk about what's been going on. I, I I really want you to get on this show, uh, Danny, because I feel like you would have a pretty good thought out um process of like what you're what you've been thinking about um about the PSA card prices right sure. um, psa grading has completely changed everybody has known about that i mean we've been talking about it and basically it has doubled right if you're not watching youtube or not even on instagram because i know some people aren't at all um surprised they have double prices and basically for everything and that's going to change behavior consumer behavior and a lot of people are speaking in very generalistic terms um when it comes to like so uh sorry for PSA grading, like just for just a general sense. But I feel like soccer cards might actually have a different, um, the behaviors might be a little bit different because I don't know, PSA cards for soccer cards are very, very low. I mean, we're talking now, we're not even in the millions right now. You know, like that could, these prices could actually dictate, like this could give real, real opportunity for other people. Um, I don't know these everything we're going to be talking about there's always two sides to the coin you know like every time someone says a raw card's going to go up because of this well i could argue that slabs are going to go up as well <laughs> so, yeah. you know so who, are they really both going up so i don't know what are your thoughts danny how, how, how's that changed um how you've been looking at things uh, yeah well i think i think it's i think it's going to have a ripple effect on everyone like everyone's going to be affected right. by it in some way shape or form um, but I think it's for me, I just, I'd see all the opportunity. I think there's tremendous opportunity and I think, and that's just kind of the way I look at things in general. I always try to find, um, the positive in things. And I think of course, there's yeah. a lot of positive to find over here, I think. So first off, um, so thinking like first, just talk, thinking about myself, like the first thing I did, the first thing I did when I found out that the price has doubled, I thought immediately, oh shoot. I need to get a bunch of PSA nine, like Slash, base yeah. cards of uh, Messi, Ronaldo, De Bruyne, even Lewandowski stuff that that inevitably has has to go up eventually um, because of this situation. So when we're talking about price points, right? So for instance, 
cards that I bought a ton, ton, ton of uh, would be like the Messi uh, 2015 select uh, cards. I've just bought, bought a lot of that stuff. Um, the, the PSA nine I saw was going for like between, you know, 60 and $65. And I'm thinking, well, if the card costs $50 to grade now, and this is something I've always thought about whenever I'm buying a card, I think about what is the cost to grade? Cause that's definitely a factor that comes in my yeah, head. Of course. In addition to the actual grade, it's just nice having a graded card and it, and it, and we know it's not just the money now. It's also the time factor. So like, it's more than just money. Like, like for me, it's not even just adding $50, it's adding $50 and also like having to, you know, I can bypass the waiting process of waiting for those cards to come back graded and that costs something in and of itself. So if you're looking at PSA nine, Messi select, you know, this is his first select card. So that has some significance, especially for Americans, I would say. Um, and then we're talking about PSA nine. That's a decent grade. It's a nine, you know, um, fit, let's say it costs $50 essentially to get something like that graded. And then also think about the time that it takes to get it graded. I mean, it's, that's just a buy for me. I think in time, those yeah. card prices have to go up significantly. So I've been trying to swipe up a lot of the, a lot of those, those PSA cards of those top players of uh, the price points of about like 50 to a hundred, that region. Cause that's where I think you'll see an immediate effect. Like will doubling the price of PSA grading affect some of those really high, high end cards. I'm not sure to what extent, but I know that it's going to affect those low end cards because now it's not like you can just spend 10, 10 to $25. And I mean, you can, depending on the service you want to do, but it's not practical for a lot of people. Um, it's, it's going to be different in that regard. So, so for me, buying up those cards is, is a play. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I actually completely agree. Like, so premium cards, I feel like there's no change. Like, you know, I always look at the, what of our Tops Chrome Holland Sapphire that we graded for 10. If it was $200, we still would have done it, you know, like no, we, no question about it, but for cards that are not premium, like the mid-level cards, right. Um, that's. I'm not going to be grading a select card, you know, like that's like, I'm not, I'm just not. And I feel like a lot of people are not going to do it. Why would you do it? That does not economically even make sense. Right? So basically you're buying up a pop count that's not going to even move essentially. Mm -hmm. If it's going to move, it's going to move in the 45 day, which is basically a year. So you have time. So there's a huge, huge short-term opportunities for like players. Like I think even Neom from MP sports cards, like kind of talked about a little bit. Um, I like, you know, players that are like rookies, like I was looking at Sebastian uh, Esposito, like, I'm just really curious about him. He's like plays for Inter Milan, like players that like Tammy Abraham, like these players are not, they're not going to be great as much because they're not top tier talent, you know, um, yeah. are going to be interesting to see, like will raw cards, uh, their uh, will raw prices for their cards really blast off when they have a great five, six game run, you know? how would a 10 look like a 10 is going to be in, even in, more insane because there's a literally three people that has a 10 mm -hmm. and PSA holds a, has a huge brand. Mm -hmm. it's, it, these are all things I'm thinking about. And like, we don't really know exactly, but I know for sure premium cards would not change. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. I agree too. Um, I think maybe, maybe in time, you know, the higher price point might raise the overall, I mean, PSA is a high status point already. 
it's it's yeah. the premium. It's, it's a luxury. It's, it's a luxury brand. It's a, it's a luxury for sure. <laughs> Let's be real. But if you, I mean, you double the price in anything that kind of increases the luxury quite a bit. So, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like two sides of the coin, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so we'll see how that plays out. I think, um, I think one of the things you're going to see too is maybe actually, you know, I think some people are still going to grade those lower end cards, to be honest with you. And but I don't think, gonna, well, I don't think they're going to do it to PSA. I think they're going to go elsewhere. Let's talk about that. See, well, I think you're going to see an influx of these cards getting graded through other means. Um, HGA, obviously. I think BGS, I don't know how yeah. they had a huge price increase yet, too. Um, they, they, they they've price? increased their prices, but like, I mean, it's not notable like, like now, you know? Mm -hmm. um, HGA is really interesting to me. Like, that, like, I, 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 I like their slabs really. I like how they look. I know some people don't like it. I kind of like it. Um, but you know, I think SGC though, that that might be really interesting because SGC has been respected in soccer cards, you know, for vintage. Yeah, absolutely. So that gives a huge opportunity for SGC. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about competition? Like, do you think like, because the reason why it actually matters in this space, not, not more, not more so in basketball and football and baseball, because they already, there's already a ton of PSA slabs. For soccer, there's still not that many because I don't know. That means like maybe I don't know. What do you do? You think that like another company could really like like compete with um, PSA? Yeah. So I think uh, it, to a certain extent, right? So as as people, we like what we know, right? So the reason why we like PSA is because we feel like we have a handle on it. We have a yeah. handle on what the brand is. We, you know, we, there's generally, generally consistent standards on it and, and we can kind of put our finger on it. The other stuff we don't know as much of yet. Um, I think that the more we know, the more inclined we are to see something as, as legit, right? Um, the more SGC, let's say SGC. If a lot of the lower end cards are not going to go to PSA because it's not practical to do so. SGC could position themselves to be the company for the for the low end cards, you know, or the cheap cards, if you will. They could be the cheap company. They could have the like they could have that <laughs> on lockdown. And if you're seeing, I mean, when we're talking about lower end cards, they're a lot more inclined to. Well, one thing is they're a lot more accessible. There's more of them, and you put a ton of stuff on the market. Like you you take a lot of uh, you take a lot of cards, get them graded through SGC push them out if they can maintain, I don't know if they'll maintain that price point, but I don't think they have a lot of incentive to raise it drastically just because they don't have the cachet that PSA does and they don't have that, they don't have that ability. But, but if they, if they are getting a lot of those cards, the more we see them, the more we're going to be okay with it. And that's a huge thing to consider. The more we see SGC slabs on the market, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a game changer. And then it, you never know, it could be like, like low, I guess low end soccer cards could be synonymous with SGC at some point. I could, which is I not could a bad thing. Better. It's not a bad thing either. You know, no, no, it, it's it's a very good thing. But you know, as long as it as long as it fills a need, the need that the hobby needs, that, like what the hobby needs right now is they need quicker turnaround times. At the end of the day, yeah, that's true. Yeah, or just they, true turnaround times, right? Like I wouldn't even say yes. quick, true. Yeah, yeah, and and so, like taking a step back and thinking about PSA, I actually think that. I'm very happy that they had the price increase personally. They um, needed that. Yeah, let, they, let's talk about that too. <laughs> yeah, they, they need it. And um, 
Yeah, I, I just think it's going to, I think it's going to help out things. So we have to consider with our personal time, right? How, how much is it really worth getting a card back in a, in a quick manner, right? So I think about, I think about, you know, so this, I tell a lot of people this summer, I was selling, you know, Kevin DeBrenna cards for $130, yeah. $30 a card. Let's say that instead of selling it, then I sent it out. I sent them all out to PSA. So and let's say I got them back like a month ago. So a month ago, PSA 10 raw card. I don't know. What is that? hundred dollars, $130. Not, no, yeah, definitely not what it was back then. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, it, I mean, I, I don't even know how many were graded back then, you know, but, but like, so it, it's, it, it means something to have it back in a quick amount of time. Like it is like, I think even more so than grading and even more so than the pricing of cards. One of the most important things, if not the most important is timing. If you want to be successful at, at selling cards, it's time. It's all about timing, right? If you yep. can potentially sell a raw card for way more money than you could sell a gem mint of the same card a year down the line, if it's the wrong time. And that's why, and that's why getting the cards back in a, in a quick matter is extremely important. So if that fixes that, I mean, I don't think it's going to fix the situation, but I think it, I think it could potentially help. It definitely will help. I agree. And I think that's big. I think it's big. If they can find a way to kind of fix that situation, I think that's big. Yeah. And another thing I'm thinking about is, you know, if you're going to be submitting these mid-tier cards, you better be sure you know what you're doing. You can't YOLO it anymore. Right. Like we have, we have people in our group, our submission group that are just YOLOing it. They're literally like, I don't even know what it's going to get, but this is only 10 bucks. And I'm just like, now you cannot be doing that. You got to make sure you know how to review cards or make sure you're in a group that reviews cards. You know, yes. yeah. I feel like that's even more important to this day. Um, and it's just, it's just interesting. Right. Um, I think another thing uh, I, I wanted to ask you was, what do you think about wax prices? Right. Like, what do you think about wax prices? Would, would you do, do you think there would be any correlation at all? Because um, I was thinking how what would it be more like how would consumers be or investors uh, react now? Like because they know there's gonna be less mid tier cards um, on the uh, yeah. less bad, like less bad mid tier cards, bad condition mid tier cards on the market. Mm -hmm. It might be give our opportunity to actually buy from eBay and, and grade it. Or does it mean that, hey, people are going to be ripping more wax to actually try to get a pack fresh card? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I think there's many different levels to that. One thing that complicates things are the are the print runs. I think we're going to see on like um, just on 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 wax in general with soccer, like moving forward, like still we're kind of we're kind of we were just in basically the Stone Age, like even a product yeah. as recent as as you know, top scrum Bundesliga, like products that we hold in the high regard, they made nothing of those products. There was nothing created. Yeah. So, so one thing that's complicates things, like for instance, the 2020, 21 prism release just happens. That's it. There's a huge, there's a lot of product there, a lot of it. Um, and there's a lot of different skews, you know, it's not just the hobby box. It's the fast break. It's the fact pack boxes is all that retail stuff. boxes, all that, yeah. that, that, that's a lot of stuff. So so there's that element. Like, I'm not sure how, like, as far as the new stuff goes, I don't really know. And that's something I'm trying to figure out in my head. 
Um, as far as the old stuff goes, like stuff, you know, I'm mean, old stuff, you know, back in back in 2019 when they had all that, <laughs> all that old stuff, you know, but all, all that stuff, I mean, I think is going to go up for premium and in and of itself. And then, yeah, taking the grading things, the consideration, that's a great point, man, because because you get there's just a higher chance of getting a good card, you know? Yeah, I mean, card. I, I know the guy is not going to pay $50 for this uh, for this player, you know, that's worth like his, his PSA 10 is worth $75, you know, um, yeah. it's just it's some it's just super interesting how all these dynamics are. are or at because like I like a lot of people are giving hot takes, you know, they're giving their point of view, like why is this good? Why is this bad? Um, I just really feel like we really kind of don't know because there's like like a lot, like I keep saying that there's two sides of the coin. Like there's yeah, so I, I think so I, I you know I've been thinking about it. Who is gonna be so actually I'll ask you this question. So who do you think is going to be the most negatively affected from from the PSA doubling prices, who do you think is affected like the most severely? I guess. Are you talking about like um, negatively affected somehow. investors like, or like, like is about the it market? is it the seller? Is it the buyer? Is it the breaker? Is it the flipper? Like who who is going to get affected the most in this whole scheme? It's just the average consumer like me, man. You know, I don't. <laughs> I, I that's what I feel like because I I'm not gonna be sending it in card like this card like I'm not gonna be sending this in. You know, like there, there's no, there's too much risk for me. Cause if I send it in 45 days, you're going to get it in a year. This guy could be blowing up. Okay. For some reason I'm holding up Sebastian Esposito. Like if he blows up in the euros, like I don't have my card and we might have another Mason Greenwood situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you? What do you think though? Cause like, I think breakers are going to be even more happier. You know, if you're, if you're doing a, if you're doing a PSA group submission, you know, it's packed fresh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, so that's, that's, that's the thing I've been wondering. Um, so like, if I, let's say if I'm personally breaking, like if I'm personally breaking a box, right, 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 right. Um, I think there's actually a little bit more risk involved now because maybe part of my, cause obviously if you break a box of what any sort of wax, you're most likely not going to get your money back. It's just, that's number one. It's number yeah, one. That, like there's a, there's an overwhelming chance that you're not going to get your money back. I apologize for anyone that if it crushes your dreams, I'm just saying, just being real with you. That's, that's probably the case. Um, but a lot of people were kind of banking on maybe, maybe they're not getting their money back per se, but if they grade enough cards within there, they can actually break even at the end of the day. But now there's, there's probably a little bit less incentive to grade. Right those mid lower cards in that box. So, I mean, if you're only grading the upper end stuff, then you better hope that's of a really good player so you can make money back. Otherwise it's going to be hard to do it, especially if you're into the volume. And there's some people that are, there's some people that just, that they break and they take anything they could possibly grade and they grade it. What I would actually be interested is to know like Anthony, Anthony's uh, philosophy from SAC. Yeah. 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 I want to know. I want to know how he's approaching that because he breaks a lot, and uh, he breaks everything. That, yeah, yeah, he does. And that <laughs> he literally grades everything. And this <laughs> may change his strategy because I mean, it's it's just not profitable at a certain point. So that that's why I think maybe this affects the most negatively if if you're wanting to go about that strategy. But I mean, for me and my purposes, I the only reason I buy wax is to hold on to wax. I do that's not the best break. Way to do it. I just don't do it. 
because I, I, I'm just not a lucky person, you know, I mean, <laughs> so, hey, self-awareness, you know, you got to know who yeah. you are. <laughs> it's important. And I've, and I've broken down the numbers for a lot of products. And I just know at the end of the day, it's, I mean, unless you are just a lucky person, it's not going to work out in your favor. So if I buy wax, I'm going to hold it. Otherwise I'm buying, I just, you know, I, I buy graded cards and I sell graded cards, um, stuff that I believe in. So that's a strategy that works for me. And, and it's good in knowing that the graded cards that I already have are naturally going to go up in value just because of the premium now that that is is on PSA, but eventually even itself out. Um, yeah, of so, course. Long term, it will. Long term, yeah, it will. I think like, so. It's funny you say that though, because like I'm actually taking some slabs off the table, off the market. You know, mm, like, okay. Yeah, because I'm just like I don't know when I'm going to rip be ripping another box or getting a, a another graded card for a, a better value, right? Because mm -hmm. it's just I don't know. I, I just, slabs are a scare is soccer slabs are is, is very scarce it, you know like that's just how it is and i that's changing my behavior so okay. that's really interesting that you said that yeah another okay something else i've been thinking about i want to know what you think about this i heard recently so you know everyone's been talking about for the longest time the psa backup of cards of you know the one million dollar and the one million backlog oh yeah so, supposedly i don't know if you heard this now it's about they're they're saying like 10 million card backlog have you heard about this um i know it, it's gotten much worse i mean i had people i don't know the number but i've had people literally send me messages like hey the p.o box is so full that they don't they can't accept the mail they have to re-deliver it yeah i literally got a photo for somebody i'm like wow that's that's wild you should have sent this to me but it's all good so what is it <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like well that makes me like like what is out that like 10 million, 10 million backlog. Like how much of those cards are soccer cards? Probably a ton. Probably <laughs> you know, a ton. Yeah, you know? Think, honestly. But not enough, I don't think. Right. No. In the relative scheme of things. I just don't think there's enough. But yeah, man, yeah. It, it's just, it's just such an interesting concept. I like I just wanted to just sh you know, shoot basically just kind of like just <laughs> talk it up and see what we're all thinking. Cause like right now I'm still trying to investigate. You know, I'm still trying to investigate. I'm just so I'm not into any conclusions or anything like that. Um, but I, what's for sure though is prices are up, and I don't know. Do you think prices are going to keep going up, or I don't? It really ever goes down. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that that's the question, right? Um, I think, I you know, it's going to sound weird, <laughs> but I think it still needs to. I think it just needs yeah. to go up to make it to make it a viable like a viable organization to make it like relevant, but I don't know, maybe they just love it. I mean, think about how much money PSA is racking in right now. They're probably coming up with a ton of money. Um, I, I don't know, but I think, I think it has to, I can't imagine it's sustaining. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think it's it like, like I said, like one thing my dad always told me, it's kind of like HOA, like HOA never goes down, you know? Um, I think PSA, yeah, if there's less demand, but there's not. The reason why they have to do is because the demand is just sky high and it's going to completely be sky high. Like, yeah, unless, unless they, they screw up. I mean, they had to really, really screw up, you know? Yes. So, I, so I think with that in mind, um, I think the very best, it, this is my own personal philosophy, you know, uh, you know, people can take it with a grain of salt, but this is the way I feel. And I've kind of played it out of my head. The logical conclusion here is to, as to buy up, <laughs> is to buy up those those slabs in the 50 to 100 dollar range that are just on the market right now and have to go up in price because of increasing premiums and i don't i honestly don't think we're 
I don't think we're there. I think this is the first strategy. I think they're going to find out what's going to happen because of that. But I think they're going to see, oh, shoot, this only this only reduced the amount of the amount of uh, people sending in cards by about like 10 percent. <laughs> yeah. Looks like we're going to have to double again. And when that happens, I mean, because that, but that's something people need to consider. Like a lot of people, they they're like, I love the soccer market because I see the long term potential. But I think even beyond the soccer market, I think you have to see the long term potential in graded cards. Yeah. PSA graded cards. And that and that's a play too. Like, like people are looking at, oh, I, I think this player is going to be a great player in a few years. I think you have to think, where's PSA going to be in a few years? Where's PSA going to be in a year? How is that going to play out? And that really can can influence influence the way you buy. It does for me. Like I know, like I just know there's no way around it. The price had to go up and the price has has to get higher. So what I'm doing now is preparing for that to happen by buying up things that will shoot up in premium. Like, and what I like about it is it has nothing to do with the player performance. So I'm not worried. Oh, I need this person to score a goal. If they don't score, oh my gosh, you know, my my messy rookie cards are going to go down because he's not scoring. You know, know, messy rookie cards are messy rookie cards. But but I like that it's based on on something else. It's based on, on something that you can fairly predict. Like I can't fairly predict that Jaden Sancho is going to score a goal every game or every other game. I can predict though that the price fairly, I think with fair, fair certainty that the price of PSA is going to go up consistently. And if it does go up consistently, that's going to, oh, that's going to yield a lot of benefits to us. I mean, there, that's, that means you're buying into, you're buying into um, a potential premium that has to happen. It just had, I mean, I, I can't see it not happening, but I, I don't know how much it's going to go up. Like, is it possible that, that regular service, which is what fifty dollars now, standard service, yeah, standard, standard service. service. Oh no, standard service is ninety dollars. Sorry, say so. 95, right, right. 95, so what, 95. What is fifty? Uh, I don't think there is a fifty dollar one, man. Oh, there isn't. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it, that'll be news to me. I don't think so. I literally just did prices, but uh, okay. Yeah, so, there's so no. How much, how much higher can it go? You know, if it's, if it's a $200 price tag, well, how will that affect? And also it's, you wonder like, when does the cycle stop? Like, like, let's say I have a messy, let's say I have a messy, uh, let's go with a price I know pretty well. So let's go with the messy PSA 10 select card. Let's say that price is at $250. Um, let's say the premium of grading, let's say it quadruples. Does that mean you're going to see an increase of price on that card by 450, or will the or will the price of the card actually maintain at well, 250 we'll see, yeah. despite the premiums? That's the real question that I bet a lot yeah. of people have. Will it go directly up in correlation? I don't know. What do you think? Man, that's something that we're going to have to see. <laughs> that's something that's a very cop out answer, but really, we don't really know yet, you know. And yeah. just like you said, logically, is the slabs has to go up. You know, like what it doesn't make sense to be selling at costs. Someone yes. has to make money. So exactly. That that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. But with that being said, Danny, um, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Um, you want to plug wherever uh people can find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me at Logical Soccer Investing. I'm always, you know, interacting with people. I do these crazy like question and answer things. I've seen <laughs> And I give video answers to a lot of the questions. It's fascinating to me. And it's fascinating to question someone. Uh, someone gave a knock on my, I had a little facial hair recently. And they said, would you ever consider like keeping, keeping your mustache 
but shaving the beard off and i was just like no nah, there's no way but i'll even answer stupid stuff like that if you're interest, interested so so basically you guys any question you'll get a literally a, a they call it cameo right i think there's a, like an actual program like they call it cameo where they pay like uh um, stars to actually um, reply <laughs> to them you get a danny for free yeah for free. free that's my role that's why they call me free danny easy <laughs> free Danny. wow well, okay yeah free danny i just learned that today um hey but with that being said guys make sure to rate and subscribe that would mean the world to us check out sunnyleaseinvestors.com we're doing psa group submissions as you all know and with that being said love you guys